0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a National Championship Monday on the only syndicated statewide afternoon show. Mondays are presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in on the Michigan-Washington action right now all the way through the game. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. You'll also see the numbers there for the Lions. Money's going on Stafford and the Rams right now. Yeah, people are betting on the Rams. Goff, Stafford. Mm. Brad Holmes and that connection to the Rams. I was watching that Rams-Niners game yesterday, and I'm like, lose. And then Carson Wentz decides to look like an MVP candidate. Because part of me said, okay, the Rams have a pretty good backup in wins. Do they want to go to Dallas or do they want to go to Detroit? And I would think they want to go to Detroit. And then I'm thinking, are the Niners throwing this game? I got every conspiracy theory in my head working. Because the Packers took care of business, they're in the playoffs. All afternoon, after I hung out with Superfly and his buddies at the Ada Indoor Country Club. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Who wants to get in? What's the positioning? And then when it was all said and done, it is yeah, Stafford and golf in Detroit. My Lord, what a storyline. I knew it would be one of the night games. Okay, I knew that. I knew it would be one of the night games. That was a lock. You knew with the L.A. market, once it was the Rams and golf. I don't know if you want the Rams. Look at their receivers. Do, do you, Aaron Donald, I thank God it's in Detroit. And if any of you, and I repeat this, and this will be our slogan all week long. If any of you Detroit Rams t-shirt buying, loving, Matt Stafford worshiping people, oh, I remember year one of golf. I'll never forget that. That'd be like my girlfriend sleeping with a football team. I'll never forget that. (laughs) If you cheer for Stafford, I don't care if you're at your house. If you're at a Brands location, which, by the way, I'll be at the Brands on Leonard with Johnny Brand Sr., Michigan and Washington tonight for the College Football National Championship from Houston. My good friend Bruce Corte, who's one of the great lawyers in Michigan with Rhodes McKee, I follow him on Facebook. He had a picture with Kirk Herbstreit in that dog I can't stand. When dogs get more national airtime than me, I become agitated. Alright, that dog, did that dog jump in and save a family in a river? No. What'd that dog do? What did that dog do to get all this excitement? And people are Bruce Corte is stopping in Houston at the team hotel and taking photos with the dog. He doesn't have a photo with Michael Pettix, Jr., senior. The third? The ninth? No! He has a picture with Kirk Herbstreet's dog. Kirk Herbstreet's dog travels on a private jet? What's TSA doing to check him out to make sure he's not crazy dog? That dog's driving me nuts. It is. I think I'm envious of how, you know, Herbstreet's flying around between the Amazon Prime game and college game day and... Everything, right? You know, the college football playoff, the semifinal, Rose Bowl. He just has a dog that flies first class. And I'm telling you, when Bruce Cortade, who's a longtime friend, a great lawyer at Rhodes McKee, one of the most renowned law firms in Michigan, and he's posing for a picture of Kirk Herbstreet's dog. Bruce is the ultimate, the ultimate Michigan fan, and he's posing with the former Ohio State quarterback, with this little dog. What's a dog's name? Bucky? Well, what's a dog's name? Benny? Really? Oh, that's creative. It's like my mom naming me Bill. And Bob. Was she on the fast track and not a Butterworth hospital? And my sister Sue. Boom. Let's just go. Bill Bob Sue sounds like a Johnny Cash song from the 60s. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to the Grand Old Opry. I want to sing a song. About Pat Simonson and her three kids. It's called Billy Bob and Sue. <laughs> Bruce Cortay out of everybody in Houston. I saw Ballas, Safi, and Broom from the Wolverine.com. They're at the Johnson Control Space Center, Mission Command. And I texted Ballas and I said. Houston, we have a problem with Bruce Cortade, who's a huge Michigan fan, posing with the Buckeye Trader Dog. It's a national championship game. Michael Penix Jr., where's the picture? I saw Dame Lillard bought like, gear for the whole Washington team. All these jobs are opening up. Arthur Smith fired in Atlanta. Washington, Rivera, goodbye. Oh, there's talk of... Jobs for Harbaugh. And then what was cool, I, I saw this with Ballas and Broom and Safi They're at Mission Control, NASA. They had a chance to talk with an alien and do a one-on-one on what the alien thought about the matchup tonight with Michigan-Washington. You know what the alien said? This is a quote from the Wolverine.com. Exclusive here with Ballas, Broom, and Safi. The alien said, no chance in hell that Washington wins. So how does the alien know there's hell? There's only heaven, right? Then if you read on in the story, the alien says, we are here to capture and eliminate Benny the Wonder Buckeye Dog. (laughs) I can't wait for that game tonight, man. I'm gonna be with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard. All the brands locations across the state are showing the game. And I guarantee there's not gonna be a dog. Again, I I get comfort pets. Everyone needs it. Really? You know, nowadays you go on an airplane, it looks like you're at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, Ballas, Safie, and Broom. Safie actually signed up for the junior astronaut program. They had to throw him in one of those underwater things where they spin you around. He threw up and he was thrown out of the program. (laughs) Chris Ballas from the uh, Wolverine.com is standing by from Houston getting set for the national championship game tonight. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. I do
2: want to note that the flight director still did give Clayton a sticker on the way out. We all got stickers, so that was okay, pretty cool. Good. Really? Did you guys bring? <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you bring lunch boxes too and hang out on the school bus?
2: <laughs>
1: we did not, but you know what? It was different. It wasn't a regular tour.
2: We got a subscriber who actually works there inside Mission Control, so we were actually in the Mission Control room where they've uh, monitored all of these flights and everything, space flights. That was an unbelievable experience. And just another thing I get to do because of Michigan football that I'm very grateful for. But, you know, we got some bad weather down here tonight. we got a tornado watch right now, Bill. And they're expecting some violent tornadoes, they said, potentially. Uh, they are expecting tornadoes for sure. They said a couple of them could be violent. So we'll have to see how that affects the game and what yeah. they do. if uh, Maybe it delays it or something. It's indoors, obviously, but... You know, with weather like that, they're going to err on the side of caution. So we'll keep an eye on that.
1: Well, what is the latest uh, on a serious note? Uh, uh, do they have a, are they announcing any plans? Or they're probably just waiting to see on where that weather goes, right? right. Yeah,
2: exactly. Just a tornado watch at this point. But like they said, um, you know, that there's the expectation. And it's a large area, so you never know exactly where it's going to hit. But because it's in part of the zone that... Where there could be violent weather, they are probably going to be continue to monitor it. So we'll get over to the stadium, Bill. I'll text you. You'll probably still be on the air, and I'll try to give you an update.
3: Wow,
1: Chris Ballas! Now they they go from Mission Control to the Weather Channel. These guys are good. Uh, they're, the overall go angles, here. yeah. The entire team down there. Clayton Safey has a sticker. He says he's not going to take a shower for a month because he has his NASA <laughs> Control Mission Control sticker. Uh, you know, a, a short turnaround compared to the week before. Uh, the Rose Bowl, they got in on Friday. They've had the media day. Uh, they've done the little sightseeing as much as they can. Harbaugh said so they haven't done a lot outside the hotel and preparations uh, for Washington. Uh, away from what surrounds this game, as you break down the matchup, tell me why you like Michigan tonight to win the national championship.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I really do like the – I like the matchup. I like Michigan on the lines, and there are two things here. Number one, if you look at the pass defenses that Washington has played this year, most of them are literally in the eighty to one hundred and twenty range nationally. Terrible pass defenses have not played anybody with a good pass defense. I think nobody with one over like fifty-five or sixtieth nationally. So this is going to be a new challenge for them. Michigan's secondary clearly is going to be the best one that they've played all year. And in addition to that, they've got an offensive or a defensive line that really plays great complementary football with it. So I talked to Jesse Minner yesterday, one-on-one for a little while or two days ago, and he said, you know, the big key is going to be mixing up our, our defensive coverages, but he expects with a veteran quarterback like Michael Penix, they're going to give him, you know, when they, they're they going to see what they're in and uh, try to give him some different looks to counter it. He said, so we're going to have to counter it. It's going to be a chess match, and, and he knows it. He said, but at the same time, there are going to be times where we're going to ask our defensive line just to overpower them, and then when they get there, they've got to be, it's got to be controlled theory, right? As Dan Campbell would say, you've got to get there, and you cannot be irresponsible and let him out of the pocket, make him make the tough throws or bat down a ball. It's going to be uh, an outstanding pass defense offense that they're playing, so they got to be on their game. But I like Michigan to move the ball on these guys on the ground, and that's when really things get going with the Michigan offense. They can run some play action. This pass defense isn't very good either of Washington's, so – uh, but at the same time, they've got a lot of speed. I think they could probably put up some points. So maybe this will be like a Michigan Ohio State game of, of the last few years, and where you've got lots of yardage going up, but it's all going to come down to what happens in the red zone as to whether or not they win.
1: And I think uh, turnovers. Uh, we watched last year against TCU how that put them in such a hole, and then they righted the ship at halftime and were able to get it done. They they overcame mistakes against Alabama, this is a different team than we've watched the last two college football playoffs. I, I like this team because of their defense and their defensive speed, and I think they'll be able to man up a lot with Washington's great receivers, apply some pressure on Penix Jr. and get him uh, out of the pocket. I, I like 35-24, I think was my number on Michigan winning the national championship tonight.
2: Yeah, I think that's about right. I think the had 34-27, and Uh, There will be some points scored. I don't think there's any question about it. you got to watch those back shoulder throws, right? That's something that they do extremely well, and it's a rhythm game. As Minter told me, he said, we've got to get them out of their rhythm because when they get into a rhythm is when it's really, really hard to stop that passing offense, as Michigan State saw early in the year, and they've got receivers that can go up and win the 50-50 balls. So you'll see some man, but you're going to see an awful lot of zone, too, and a lot of efforts to confuse Penix. I watched the Arizona State game when they won. Washington won fifteen to seven, and those guys did a heck of a job. Their defensive line was getting after him, and their really their secondary mixed things up to the point that he was confused and really held Penix in check. So, and this I think will be the biggest challenge that he faces in that respect all year. So, I think there is certainly an opportunity here for the Michigan defense to slow him, but I don't see Washington's defense really. Really slowing Michigan as much. I really think that Michigan should be able to run the ball here. Now, we said that against TCU last year, and they came out with an outstanding game plan that Michigan was slow to adjust to. So, hopefully, that won't be the case this year, and they come out and they don't come out vanilla, but they come out uh, with their A, their A game plan and and really start strong.
1: Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com, his team Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, John Borton, Doug Skeen, uh, coverage. Uh, leading up to the game, during the game, and after the game at TheWolverine.com. Before I let you go, Health of Michigan on both sides of the ball and special teams. Are they looking strong tonight?
2: They are. I don't think Rayshon Benny will play uh, defensive tackle, so that'll affect the depth there a little bit, but that's one area where they've got players. Uh, everybody else is good to go. I talked to Makari Page, who was banged up in the Rose Bowl, Michigan safety. He's good to go, So, and other than Benny and Zach Zinner, these guys are ready to go. They look healthy, and they look rested.
1: Chris, enjoy the game tonight. Be safe. Hopefully that weather will uh, not hit Houston and they'll get the game off tonight. Have Have they talked about it? I, I guess you just would run it back tomorrow, right? If there is reason to not want to put everybody uh, in that facility, you would just play it tomorrow night, right?
2: I think it, uh, there might be a delay, if anything. I think it's only supposed to go till 9 o'clock. The um... – The tornado watch. So hopefully, the bad weather will pass through then. Hopefully, nothing comes of this. But again, they just issued the watch recently. So we'll keep an eye on it. And as soon as I hear any more, Bill, I'll shoot you guys a text.
1: And it's Central time down there, too, right? You guys are an yep. hour behind Michigan, correct?
2: Exactly. Yep, 9 o'clock Central. So uh, hopefully, again, uh, hopefully it won't be an issue, but it is certainly something that we're going to continue to watch.
1: God, he, Weather Channel Jim Cantori has nothing <laughs> on ballast delivering huge Houston weather updates on National right. Championship Monday. Uh, with all the movement uh, on this Black Monday with coaches gone so far, Atlanta with the opening uh, you have Rivera gone uh, in Washington, Ben Johnson's name being linked to some of these jobs, even McDonald and other names, possibly uh, McDonald could be on the fast track from Michigan's defensive coordinator back to the Ravens and maybe to the uh, commanders. Uh, but Harbaugh, is there, is there the right fit for him before I let you go on if this is his last game tonight as a Michigan head coach?
2: Yeah, we'll find out. You know, we've seen all these reports, but we've heard them before. And somebody today just told me they didn't think the Chargers was gonna that was gonna go anywhere. And a lot of people were saying before this week that hey, it really looks like Jim could end up with the Los Los Angeles Chargers, and uh, it doesn't sound like that might happen. So who else opens up that that might look at him? You know, there are people talking about Atlanta and Belichick now. Some people are talking about New England for Harbaugh, but. Uh, again it's got to be the right fit for the organization as well and we know that Jim has interest uh, that's why he hired the agent Don Yi, who has NFL clients and strong NFL ties but um, this is something that Jim said he would talk about this week and we'll continue to follow that as well uh, we do think it would be Sharon Moore if Jim Harbaugh were to move on as Michigan's next head coach but Kalen DeBoer you know everybody from Washington a lot of people told us that Michigan's one of his dream jobs and, and how could you not at least give him a look so But that's something we'll talk about probably Wednesday or Thursday, Bill. Hopefully Michigan takes care of business. I I wrote in my column today, you know, they've been a bridesmaid in so many sports for so many years. It's really about time they get one of these things and really feeling good about that opportunity tonight.
1: Well, I can feel it's National Championship Game Day in the voice of Chris Ballas for the com (laughs) joining us from Houston. They got to fly in a rocket yesterday. Clayton threw up (laughs) early. They had to clean up a mess there that that whole mass doesn't have windshield wipers on the inside. I got that video, I'll share it later when they got they got the like launch from the space center down there, mission control and they went to a rocket. It was only they only went up to the edge of the earth and then they came back down. They parachuted into the Gulf of Mexico and Clayton threw up going up, uh, you know, like a little kid and they got that glass helmet that flips up and he couldn't see anything and there was chunks from the Queso dip from the Mexican restaurant the night before. So it's been a crazy trip for the Wolverine.com crew.
2: Somebody asked me, Bill, did I get to press any buttons in mission control? And I said, only the one in the vending machine outside in the hall. So that was about right. Well, it's better than Bruce Cortade's
1: pictures from the national championship (laughs) game with Kirk Herbstreit's dog.
2: I was texting him as you were on, as I was waiting to and he, I laughed and I texted him. And I said, Hey man, Bill's giving you the business on the air, but uh, uh sweet dog. I love golden retrievers, but oh, I did not pet him. I cannot speak for my, uh, does he my jump? Does is he
1: like Sparty the wonder dog where he catches Frisbees? What does he do? <laughs> he lays around, he flies on private jets.
2: You know what he does? He loses to Michigan, Bill. It's a tradition down there
1: now. Oh, we should We, should cook. we can't call a dog loser.
2: <laughs> he's a sweet dog. He really is. Well,
1: yeah, but a sweet dog. Right, I'm, I'm a sweet person. Do I get to fly on private jets all the time? No. And he's no, laying down, not. taking up three seats. What a spoiled dog! <laughs> it was.
2: It was interesting having him there. There's no question. He was uh, at the Rose Bowl last week too. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? I thought maybe, dog, you know, maybe the Rose
1: Bowl. But. This dog is yeah. living a life better than humans. I'm sorry. There's a line. Yeah. Okay. There's a line right there. All right, Chris, enjoy the game, man. I can't wait to watch it. I'll be at the Brands on Leonard in Grand Rapids. All the Brands locations, their happy hour is already underway. Two happy hours, one until 6 p.m., one 6 until 9. Johnny Brand Sr. has 250 paps, drafts, 20-ouncers uh, all night. It's going to be a bash. I'll be at the Brands on Leonard with Johnny Brand Sr. right off of 131. Chris, enjoy the game. We'll talk tomorrow.
2: Thanks, my friend. Thank
1: you. All right, Chris Ballas checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from Houston, site of the national championship game. What a week. Michigan-Washington tonight. Lions-Rams-Stafford-Golf Sunday night in Detroit. Can you believe that? Man, I do need your answer in our Honolulu Blue Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your prediction tonight, Washington or Michigan, in the final score? You can join us live on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I say 35-24, Michigan. What's the over-under? Like right around 59, isn't it? Yeah. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank. Your money stays right here in Michigan. They have Michigan-based decision makers and locations all across Michigan. Doug Karsh will join us from Houston, voice of Michigan football. He'll break down the game here within 10 minutes. Clayton Safey and Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team. Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan. Doug Skeen, who partners with Chris Ballas on the Michigan football Weekly podcast at TheWolverine.com and John Borton, senior columnist for TheWolverine.com. We have total team coverage on the HUGE show on National Championship Monday. Great week, too. So we got the party tonight with Johnny Brand at the Brands on Leonard. I hope everyone comes out, reserve a table, call right now. We got a lot of room with this new redesign from a couple years ago. Place is Awesome. Then, hopefully tomorrow, we're talking about Michigan as national champions. Then on Thursday, with the Van Andel Institute and their purple community, I'll be live at the Wings Event Center, home of the K-Wings Hockey Club, and they're doing their Marvel Night on Friday to benefit Van Andel Institute And we'll salute that hockey organization, and I'll be there with my friends who listen in the Kalamazoo area on our flagship station, 96 Won the game. That will be on Thursday between 3 and 6. Then on Friday, I'm at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. This is the biggest fishing show in the Midwest. Runs Thursday through Sunday. Well, on Friday from 2 until 4, you can meet Lomas Brown and see Lomas's Lions golf cart, the one you could win, that exact replica from Impact Power Sports. They're on 14 Mile in Rockford on the west side of the state. They're Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha cart golf or golf cart dealer. And Lomas will be meeting everybody 2 until 4 on Friday. That is on the eve of the weekend. I almost said the eve of the game. I'm getting mixed up like it's Saturday, it's Sunday night, okay, on the game. So 2 until 4 Friday, you can meet Lomas Brown, the former Lion, at the Impact Power Sports Setup at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, and then I'll be doing my show statewide, previewing the Rams and the Lions, talking with Lomas. That will be on Friday 3 until 6 from the Impact Power Sports Setup at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at Suburban Collection Showplace in Nova. You can meet Lomas Between 2 and 4 on Friday. Let's go to Fred and Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM. The Mint, you're on The Huge Show. Fred. Hey, Huge. Hey, Freddie. Hey, um, I can get the Detroit Lions to the Super Bowl next year.
4: There's a free agent out there, Miles Garrett, but he's going to want $200
5: million.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You put him with Detroit Mm. that would change their whole defense around. Man, you're right. Him and Hutch on either side. They got a lot of money. They got a lot of young guys, so they don't got to invest right now. I think it will depend what this run is like. Because let's be honest, the run is Stafford, Donald, the Rams on Sunday night. Then more than likely, it's... To Dallas and then through San Francisco. But, based on the way everything happened, if the refs didn't screw Detroit, guess who would have the one seed in the bye right now? But would you want the bye? Or do you want the greatest playoff storyline this side of the avalanche and why in the wings with Stafford coming back to Detroit? And again... If any of you in that building cheer for him, or if I'm at a watch party or someone's house party, and you're cheering for Stafford, you're not a Lions fan. You're a traitor. Oh, I I, I respect what he did. No. Sunday night is war. Let's go to Mac and Davison, Michigan, on the east side of the state, listening on Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. You're on the Huge Show.
6: Huge uh, I got Michigan winning thirty-four
1: to twenty. I like that. That's in my ballpark here. I'm saying thirty-four. That would I say thirty-five twenty-four. I I think a double-digit win. Uh, I just I, I believe Washington has no defense. Texas played horrible and had a couple shots at the end zone at the end to steal that game. They did.
6: Yeah, and I just think that the, they're going to pound the rock
2: and they're they're not going to be able to stop Michigan.
1: Yeah, so that, if you look at Washington it's State, on the sideline. right, Yeah, and thanks, Mac Davison, listening on Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. I watched a little on DVR when they played Washington State at the end. That was a 24-21 game, and Washington scored late to win it. And Washington had a great – they ran their quarterback a lot. They were looking to eat up clock and not get to a shootout. Texas tried that early, and it backfired on them. And they still almost pulled it out and stole that win. Can't wait for the game tonight. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, join me at the Brands on Leonard. You can call ahead reserve a table. They got a happy hour going right now until 6 p.m. Another happy hour tonight, 6 until 9 p.m. They got two 50, 20-ounce tall PAPS drafts uh, happening from three through the game. And always they got a, a great steak, baked potato, couple sides getting set for Michigan and Washington with the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network. At the Brands on Leonard, west side of the state. I'll be there around 7 tonight.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Tracy, over to you for weather. The sun must be
7: shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of
0: items like din and Greek yogurt, Meyer frozen steamable vegetables, and Kraft macaroni and cheese. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave.
8: Sounds great, Tracy.
9: Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top-shelf skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at TheUrbanU.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U, four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, NAPS Corner, also in Rockford, their Waxology, just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to theurbanu.com.
10: Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
0: You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a national championship Monday. You have the Huskies and the Wolverines tonight in Houston. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, you can join me with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard off of 131 downtown Grand Rapids. Call ahead, book a table, reserve it. Also, a happy hour is going on right now until 6 p.m. Another one tonight, 6 until 9 p.m. Now through the end of the game, 250, 20-ounce Pabst drafts. World-famous brand Sizzler, baked potato, good salad. Can't wait. Tonight, Michigan, Washington, with the huge show at the Brands on Leonard. All Brands locations have the happy hour specials and are showing the Huskies and the Wolverines. For the Brands close to you, go to Brands. Com. Let's go talk to Doug She is standing by down in Houston. Get his thoughts on tonight's national championship football game. Douglas, thanks for the time again. Oh, it's great to be with you. Uh, what would you take from the weekend? Uh, something unique that maybe you didn't see prior to the Rose Bowl or is this just business as usual?
4: Uh, from the team, it's business as usual. They They've said one track mind and everybody talks about all I focus on is the day, and all, you know you hear all the cliches, but I've seen this team go out and execute it better than any previous Michigan team that I've ever covered. And the celebration on the field after the Rose Bowl was 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 you know pretty extensive. They got very fired up, but it was right back to work. They got back on the buses and went straight to LAX and flew all night back to Ann Arbor. Got back at six a.m rested up all day and it was right back to work. I mean, they, they are so focused on, on completing the task. I mean, you think about all the guys that came back, had a chance to leave the Trevor Keegans and the Mike Barrett's and uh, Zach Zinner, Blake Corum. And when they, when they made their announcements that they wanted to come back, they cited this day and this moment, you don't know how many times in the locker room I heard them talk about January 8th, January 8th. And here we are. And they've, you know, I asked Jim Harbaugh on the pregame about you know being the leader of a team that sets a goal this specific, and then is on the brink of achieving it. And he said it's awfully gratifying.
1: So uh, away from the hype, away from how big this game is, I don't think there's any hyperbole needed. Uh, where is Michigan stronger than Washington before we get the
3: kickoff?
4: Well, it's interesting, right? Because Washington's strength is their offense and this is easily the best offense Michigan will have played this year, but it's also easily the best defense that Washington has played. The defense for Washington, if Michigan has a high octane, you know, some days you're firing all cylinders and some days you're not. If Michigan's offense is playing at a level it's capable of, if they go out and they have one of those days where the run game is on, JJ's on, the pass game's on, I don't know. I think that's the formula, right? And, I mean, it's the easiest and probably most simplistic of uh, hey, analysis. If you play well, you win. But it was kind of true in in the Rose Bowl, and they didn't play a well offensively, but they played so well. Well, they played well enough offensively. I, I do need to correct that. And when they needed to, they played well. Defensively, they were off the charts. The two stats that stand out to me is that Alabama threw for fewer yards against Michigan's defense than Iowa did. <laughs> wow. And and Alabama's yards after catch, ESPN reported that their yards after catch in the Rose Bowl was zero. They didn't accumulate a yard after catch. And those those things are pretty impressive. And if they come out and play that way defensively, it'll be intriguing to see if they can really make life difficult on Pennix and that trio of great receivers. So, you know, it's it's. The Michigan defense gets the majority of the hype for Michigan. Washington's offense gets the majority of the hype. But both the Washington defense and the Michigan offense are capable of being great. They cannot have special teams blunders. I don't know if you can overcome that two weeks in a row. And the Michigan special teams have been great all year, huge. They've been great. They've been a strength. They've won that battle week in and week out. They picked a bad day to have a bad day. But the team collectively did enough to get here. And now you know, the stage can't be too big. Just go out and play your game.
1: Yeah, you keep using the word the team, and I know it's a team, the team's to team. We've heard that, and some will say that's just coach speak. But this is a very unique group of football players and coaches on and off the field, and considering what they've been through, their bond is even stronger than before.
4: You know, I've talked about it a lot, but the fact that that Donovan Edwards keeps getting asked the same questions about not having the same statistical season, and Donovan's, Donovan's great quote is, and I'm sure you use this all the time, I ain't tripping. <laughs> and he's very happy that... He, at one point, he called out a member of the media. So, said, what do you mean I'm not having a great season? We're undefeated. And so, you know, that speaks to it. J.J. McCarthy, after really only throwing the one pass that got nullified by a P.I. at Penn State, said, we did whatever we needed to do to, to win the game. Uh, Cornelius Johnson said the same thing, a wide receiver who didn't get a pass thrown to him in the second half. We did what we needed to do to win the game. So... They're not. There's not a lot of me guys on the team, and Jim Harbaugh has credited the parents of the players that he has recruited
1: for that. Doug Karsh, a busy man, uh, getting set to call the game with John Jansen, Jason Avon and the crew on the Michigan football IMG. Lear Network should be a good one. Washington, Michael Penix, uh, I think the best quarterback in America, how he didn't win the Heisman is still one of the biggest rob jobs Uh, I've ever seen when it comes to that vote. There's no one even close to him. Caleb Williams was early on, and then he just fell apart. And uh, Jaden Daniels winning this, I went through Jaden Daniels' games. He did not win a big game all year long.
4: So I think what's happened is Washington got the national spotlight in a Pac-12 title game when they were the underdog against Oregon. And it didn't change who Michael Penix was, but – it was a reminder, and I think the country then, the public perception of Penix changed after that Pac-12 title game, and then it changed even more after the performance against Texas. And I'm sure the NFL guys saw it all along, and in between, the weird thing about Washington is as dominant as they are, they've actually set a record for the most consecutive wins by 10 points or less. They're on a streak of 10 or longer. So in this stretch, they've played some games that were probably closer than they should have been, and that probably falls more on the defense than the offense. They survived that weather when, you know, knowing the arc floated past the stadium in Corvallis there against Oregon State. But the bottom line here is they found a way week in and week out. And Penix is spectacular, man. He can throw the ball off his back foot and put it through a keyhole from 35 yards away. And, you know, Michigan hasn't seen a quarterback like this. So that's the huge challenge ahead.
1: And the one thing I did notice, that, and a lot of this happens towards the end of games, fourth quarter, they have a great starting 22, but they don't have a lot of rotation depth, so that's something to watch tonight on the Washington side. Michigan looking for another national championship. Doug Karsh will be leading the call on the Michigan Football Radio Network. My man, thank you so much.
4: Yeah, your last point is a very valid one, and Jesse Minter, Michigan's defense coordinator, has spoken to that, that you, just, you, you can rotate so much that guys are playing fewer snaps and they're fresher at the end of games and fresher at the end of the season. So uh, you're exactly right about that. Hey, thanks, Huge.
1: All right, Doug Cars. I think he's getting on a bus. I could hear that. Joined us Friday and Monday. That says something uh, from Houston. Chris Ballas just showed me the video footage of the rocket ride that they took where Safey just spews all over his, like, is it visor? It's a it's a glass visor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a quote that Baus put on the video, one giant leap backwards for mankind. (laughs) We'll talk to Clayton in our next segment. Also, Anthony Broom from Houston, Jim Branstadter, former voice of Michigan on the national championship game tonight. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com, John Borden, senior columnist. Total team coverage from Houston, Ann Arbor, and across the state today. Man, I cannot wait for that game tonight. Join me if you're in the Grand Rapids area at Johnny Brand's location on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR. Happy hour going on right now. they got two happy hours a day at all Brand's locations. 3 to 6 p.m., 6 to 9 p.m., And, Johnny Brand Sr. told me, 250 20-ounce tall Paps drafts now until the end of the game. And if you can't make it to the Brands on Leonard, for the Brands close to you across the state where you'll be watching the game or could watch it, uh, go to Brands.com. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Welcome to the Drew World Order.
11: Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. the party on this hill. The same show, the soulful, bad boy R&B. R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at forty-five dollars and are on sale now at the box office or online at e Genuine. I'm, I'm, Drew Hill, I'm, Friday, January twenty-sixth at Sorry Evil Casino.
1: Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human. Health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at
9: purplecommunity.org
1: The Huge Show is back live on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you download it, use code HUGE. You can get in on the action tonight. Michigan-Washington in the college football national championship game. You got the Lions and Stafford Sunday night in Detroit. Just download the app and always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. Now, if you're in the Grand Rapids area, you can join me with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard right off of 131, downtown Grand Rapids. Huge Michigan watch party. Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network just told me 100 huge show Brands insulated cups were just delivered the johnny brands on leonard first 100 people who stop in i'll be there around seven i'll hook you up with one of the cups courtesy of marty Boer. he said call me santa Bower. i will thank you marty i'm not saying he's timely on the cups but they've been sitting there since the last time michigan won the national championship in 1997 in his garage Ah, uh, boo-boo, you got to pick a neck and basket full of sales leads. I love that guy. I love the Michigan Sports Network. Superfly Hayes had a great day with him and hooked his – hey, from the golf at Ada Indoor Country Club, I gave your dad the sandwich, your mom the sandwich. Your dad texted me said, thanks for the sandwich. They were they were unbelievable. Man, those are from the Dirty Shame. They were good. Yeah, your dad said, great. He's a good guy. He really likes me. I think he's afraid to tell you that. 24-7, everything you need at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Moneyline Monday and the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And tonight you have Michigan and Washington in the college football playoff national championship game. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up. And also you can see all the numbers connected to Stafford and golf. Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. The first ever playoff game for the Lions at Ford Field. Download that DraftKings sportsbook app right now get in on the michigan and the lions action and always use code huge when you sign up it is a money line monday on the huge show across michigan
0: are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan
1: What's up, Michigan? It is a National Championship Monday. Superfly Hayes, a Michigan State fan. He's so fired up about tonight. He's got a Michael Penix's King t-shirt that his dad had made for the entire family. They're all Spartan fans. They're having a watch party tonight, and you have to wear... I think it's a, is it purple and gold, the Washington colors. You have to wear that. If you don't, you don't get in. Or you can wear green and white. Really? You're going to celebrate what Washington has done to Michigan State the last two meetings? Well, they hung like a hundy? Let's be honest. And people always say this. Oh, I root for Michigan State except when they play Michigan. No, you don't. Or the Michigan State fan. Even though I think a lot of State fans like John Beeline because he's kind of like Izzo, right? Right which Michigan State laid an egg at Northwestern. My God. And Michigan continues to struggle. This is where Juwan Howard stepped aside, let Phil Martelli coach because he's from Philadelphia. there's, There's some weird stuff going on. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with Howard and Michigan. It feels like it's his last year. To me, that's my vibe. I know nothing. I'm just telling you my huge opinion from the outside looking in. And Izzo's had it. This team was playing so well, they look like a top-ten team again. They just didn't show up and play any defense against Northwestern. Maybe they were looking ahead to tonight's championship game, and they're cheering for Washington. Izzo looks like he ages 10 years after going through a game like that at Northwestern. He's running his hands through his hair. He's like... You know, no one played defense. I'll give them credit. And then he talks, like, with his teeth uh, clenched. Yeah, they normally defense. Because I know what he wants to say, and he can't say it, because Tom's a class out. But most Michigan State fans did tell me they like John Beeline. And by the way, John Beeline appears on the HUGE show every Tuesday, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorme. Tomorrow we'll talk about the game tonight. I made the huge prediction, Michigan 35, Washington 24. That's my number. That is our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your prediction on the game tonight? You can join in at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I did see on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan is down to a three, three and a half. It's been fluctuating point favorite over Stafford and the Rams on Sunday night in the Motor City. That's a surreal matchup. It's a for real, surreal matchup. I will say this, that the thought has crossed my mind multiple times since Carson Wentz led the Rams to a victory over San Francisco. That Matt Stafford ending this magical season, most wins since 91-12-5. and Gosh, I like the way they played. I know Laporta's injury and St. Brown banged up, but I... I think they needed that win after the debacle at the end of the Dallas game. They really needed a strong showing, and they gave it to us. And at least it looks like Laporta's injury isn't like total blowout of the knee. They're saying a contusion, slight sprain. I'm I'm sounding like a doctor now. Oh, I'd be a horrible doctor. I would be so bad. I'd be like, so let's say I didn't eat lunch. And I knock on the room door. I go, oh, Mr. Laporta, how you doing? He goes, hey, Doc Huge, uh, what's up with my knee? I go, I haven't eaten since 6.30 a.m. I'm leaning towards amputation. I'll come back after I get a sandwich down at the cafeteria. (laughs) Uh, I I need your huge predictions. 1-866-838-4843 on the Michigan-Washington game tonight. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 3524 is my number, Michigan national champs. And if you're in the Grand Rapids area, listening on our flagship station, 96 one the game, you can join me for a huge watch party tonight with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard. Call ahead, reserve a table. They got two happy hours, one going on right now till 6, one 6 until 9, also 250. 20-ounce-tall Paps drafts now until the end of the game at the Brands on Leonard. And all Brands locations will be showing the game tonight. It's going to be a good party. we got Nick Lipinski, the owner, part owner of the Grand Rapids Gold, owner of the Alpine and North Kent Golf Courses. He's showing up. Denny Middleton, legendary Bimini Brothers member. He's showing up. Brandon Skibby just had a baby. It's so awesome. Baby's name is Lincoln. Before the baby was born, I said, what's, what's the name going to be? Right? He goes, oh, I can't tell you, but I'll tell you it's a, it's a name of a famous football coach. I go, Lincoln. You're going to name him Lincoln. There was dead silence. He goes, I got to go. I'd I guessed it. He told me that. Yeah. Him and Jess, his wife, man. I went out last Friday. Was there or two Fridays ago, wherever it was, I went and saw the baby. Man, when people are, a couple have a baby, they're, it, it brings such happiness. And I said, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it right now. Because once that baby is mobile, it's over. And then you're going to enjoy it again from like four when they go to preschool until about 10, 11. It's awesome. They want to go to soccer. They want to play basketball. They want to go out in the backyard. They can't get enough. They're going to cuddle you, watch a movie. And then when they turn 13... You might as well watch The Old School Exorcist or the updated version because that's your life until they're out. (laughs) Uh, Clayton Safey, I think he is standing by. Uh, Houston, we do not have a problem. Clayton, uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback about uh, the rocket ride that Ballas talked about with Safey. And Anthony Broomer, Clayton, threw up on his visor. They did a little rocket flight up to the edge of space and splash landed back in the Gulf of Mexico. And then he barfed on the way up. So one giant step backwards for mankind. Mission Control Center, they got like the VIP tour. They went in all these places where you're supposed to have security clearance. And they just basically walked around pushing buttons all day. That sounds so fun, Clayton. Yeah, we just
12: walked right in and I think we were uh we were good to go, but it was cool. Yeah, we checked out NASA. Um and uh, obviously uh some bigger business tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: when I saw that photo of you guys at mission control at com, I'm thinking this is the future of the country right here. Ballas, uh Broom and Safey going about your Apollo 17. See Aliens to your
3: left.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, what what else has been the best part of that trip connected to the game? Whether it's uh, media interviews, meeting somebody, what's been the highlight in Houston uh, before we get to kickoff?
12: Yeah, it was probably the media day on uh, Saturday and then getting to come in the stadium when Michigan was practicing on Saturday uh, afternoon. So, I mean, it's hard to – you know, tell for sure, but I mean, this team obviously just feels like it's a continuation of everything they've done all year, um, and the vibes seem pretty good with uh, with the Wolverines. And you would think the same thing with Washington too. I mean, they've been kind of a team of destiny. Both teams have, so uh, just really excited. Um, you know, Michigan has never been in this spot in the national title game. They haven't won the national title since 1997. So, uh, you know, I think the message that a lot of Michigan fans are kind of feeling you know today is just kind of seize this moment because you never know when you're going to get back here um and that's that's kind of where things uh sit from my standpoint uh but it's been a good couple of days i hardly even know what day of the week it is anymore or you know what time zone i'm in uh coming uh, you know quick trip from pasadena but you wouldn't trade it for anything it's crazy we're covering this thing tonight
1: and ballast doesn't make you guys pay for anything you and broom are like on you've been on like a, <laughs> seriously you've been on like a 10-day vacation haven't you it's been a lot of work. But
12: but uh you guys work
1: really? Fun. I thought you're just you're going the mission control, you're going to like amusement parks, you're at Universal, you're hanging out watching the Lions game with Connor Stallions. I mean look uh look at everything you guys are doing.
7: You gotta watch the
12: Lions. I mean, come on. What are we what are we thinking here? I mean, what uh I think I'm going too next week by the way, so it's gonna be exciting.
1: You got you got tickets to the Lions?
12: Almost. We're working on it.
1: Almost. Is your uncle? Because your uncle came up to me and said, Hey, Billy, how you doing? I hear you talk to my nephew, Clayton. You ever need tickets? A lot of people in Detroit owe me favors. Let me know. <laughs> That's right. He talked just like that when I was at the Ada Indoor Country Club. He did. They were nice. Your your family seems to borderline stalkers with me, but I'm okay with it because I, I respect you and everything you do. <laughs> All right let's get to the game tonight uh, the matchup we've covered uh, extended family uh, your uh, amusement park trip to Mission Control you throwing up on the visor on the rocket flight and the splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico uh, yep, you are happen. yeah you're all you, you, all three of you are down there actually covering a game it's not another you've been on two week vacation. I hope that you, you probably won't get from on3.com you probably not get vacation time for six years. But uh, when you look at this matchup tonight, why do you like Michigan to win? And obviously I think the number one concern is Penix throwing the ball around.
12: Yeah, and the number one concern is that for sure, and Michigan hasn't seen a passing offense like this, and Washington probably hasn't seen a defense like Michigan. So that's kind of the matchup everyone's talking about, the way that you know they have the Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. So getting pressure on him, which is going to be key, isn't going to be easy. And he gets the ball out quickly. And that doesn't mean it's a bunch of screens. I mean, he, he's able to get the ball out quickly, and with receivers they have, and the free releases they get, they're able to throw deep quickly. So that's going to be a big challenge for Michigan. Uh, I like Michigan to move the ball though on the the other side. Um, you know, I, I think that the Michigan offense, you know, even Texas was able to, to do that in Sugar Bowl, and you know, you've seen different teams have success against them. So um, I, I think that's why I like Michigan is just that side of the ball, them being able to control the clock. And uh, Joel Klatt was talking about this earlier in the week, but you know, if you're able to minimize the amount of possessions in this game, then every stop you get on the other side uh, of things is like gold. You know, might, might even count as two because you, you limit their possessions, you create a sense of urgency for them each and every time they touch the ball. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of where I feel like Michigan has the edge. They should be able to run. When you look at teams like Oregon, uh, teams like Texas that played against Washington this year, they've been able to have success on the ground. So. Um, there's that, but there's also a, a really dangerous quarterback receiving core and offensive line on the other side that, that kind of scare you a little bit.
1: Who's been the biggest unsung hero? And not Sandra, still, not names. we would Corum, obvious ones, J.J., O-Line. Who, who's been a name who you've watched every game, you've watched a lot on the DVR, where this player has been solid and big in every big win for Michigan? Who would be at the top of that list?
12: Yeah. There are a few, but I'd go with Rod Moore, the junior safety number nine, who you know was banged up at the beginning of the year. Remember, he gave up that big play touchdown against Rutgers on his uh, pretty much his first snap. I think it was his third snap of the season. Uh, You know, it kind of started a little bit slow, but as he got healthier and more confident again, I mean, he's just come up big time and time again in the big games. I mean, he obviously had the interception to clinch the Ohio State game, so it's hard to call him an unsung hero, but. I don't, you know, rewatching the Alabama game in the Rose Bowl. I mean, he was everywhere with big open field tackles over and over again. Great coverage down the field. And I think in this game, someone like him is going to have to step up because uh, safety play is going to be important. You know, they're going to probably get some catches over the middle, some catches with room to run. But you got to bring those guys down. So I'd go with Rod Moore, but you could also point to depth on the D-line and just how many different guys have stepped up there. Um, it's been a, it's been a complete effort with you know one of the deepest teams I've ever seen at Michigan.
1: Yeah and a team that has survived uh, hard boss suspended for half of the regular season survived the Connor Stallions national pylon party uh, losing coaches in season uh, injuries they've dealt with and they truly epitomize what a team is all about and their one win away from achieving their goal, and they withstood Ohio State. Uh, They withstood Ryan night and day. I'm going to try and bury Michigan off the field. Uh, They won at Penn State. Franklin hates Michigan. I mean, they just have told everybody uh, to stick it with their actions on the field, and they can do it one final time tonight against Washington.
12: They sure can. I mean, it's. It felt like a couple different seasons, uh, all wrapped into one. Uh, And really, when you just take it back to last year at this time, when Blake Corum, I think it was today, a year ago today, that he decided to come back to Michigan. And following him were, you know, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, uh, a bunch of different guys that decided to come back. So the story of this team has been really kind of a three-year story, really four-year story going back to 2020. The fact that they've come this far to even get in this spot, but now they have the chance to finish the deal is, is really special for them for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, that's the tenure and, you know, kind of the roller coaster that it's been at, at different times, but then to finally kind of get this thing rolling now, um, and heading into the national championship game in year nine has been pretty remarkable to watch. So I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's one of another one of those coin flip type of games, uh, maybe not like a Georgia TCU last year. So I think we're going to have a good one. I think it'll probably, uh, have, you know, get some pretty good ratings and, uh, You know, I think it's going to be exciting to see these two teams go at it. Both teams are really hungry for a national championship.
1: His name is Clayton Safey. He's part of the Wolverine.com team. They've been bringing you coverage during this entire run offseason, into the season, uh, through the Big Ten championship game. Now uh, the trip to Pasadena. They're in Houston. It's Michigan-Washington tonight for college football's national championship game. Coverage right now at the Wolverine.com during the game and post-game and tomorrow could be a big celebration. Well, I guess if they win, I would think they're probably going to do something in Ann Arbor, what, you know, end of this week? I would,
12: yeah, I would think late in the week, maybe uh, yeah. maybe the weekend. Maybe Chrysler
1: um, Center, right?
12: Yeah, that or I think they did a parade after in, in 1997. So, I mean, I bet there are some people working behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, parade, far parades far. go well in uh, January in Michigan. Well, people will be excited. Alcohol can keep you warm. Maybe I tell you what they—they—they they, they could open up the big house if they won the national championship. They could do it at the big house if the weather—if hey, we don't get hit with a massive snowstorm, they could do it in the big house, and I think and fill up that place with Michigan fans who would come from all over to celebrate the national championship.
12: I think that's a good idea. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll do something. They'll be uh, if they win, they'll. Whatever team wins, they'll have a champ, uh, championship press conference in the morning, and then they'll assume they'll fly back. And a couple days later, a lot of people will be gathering. But can you imagine Ann Arbor tonight if they win?
1: Mm, fire. Man, I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to be at the Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids with Johnny Brand Sr. It's open to the public. Sure. Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to see it. It's a it's a great matchup, too. Washington's a fun team. Nothing against Alabama, nothing against Texas, the other Two Final Four teams, but Washington has been fun to watch uh, the last two years with Penix Jr. in that quarterback. Uh, before I let you go, I need your final score prediction, and is this Harbaugh or Harbaugh's and JJ's final game at Michigan?
12: Yeah, I got thirty-four to twenty-four Michigan. I think uh, you know Washington is going to be able to to score a little bit, um, but I, I do trust this Michigan defense to kind of figure them out uh, at a certain point in this game, and then the Michigan offense to be able to move the football on the ground, get J.J. McCarthy going a little bit. As far as Jim Harbaugh, I mean, it's just so tough to say. I think he could have gone last year to the Broncos. I think he wanted to go to the Vikings the year before. Actually, I know that, and he didn't uh, have the opportunity to. So he's unpredictable. I think he he's going to have options this year, so I, I could see it being his last game. Um, and then J.J. McCarthy, yeah, I would say probably his last game, but we do know for a fact that uh, there are people at Michigan you know, trying to make it worth his while if he wanted to come back as well. So I think if you're J.J., you can't really go wrong because you could go this year as a first-rounder. You could also come back and be the top quarterback off the board because it's a little bit lighter of a quarterback class in 2025. So he's got some really good options there. But I think uh, right now they got to just win this one, and then uh, I think people will be happy with those guys enough where whatever they do, uh, they will uh, they'll have no problem with it.
1: Clayton Safey, enjoy that game tonight. Coverage at thewolverine.com, leading up to kickoff during the game, post game. Everything you need when it comes to University of Michigan athletics at thewolverine.com. We've heard from Ballas. We've heard from Safey. Anthony Broom will join us later. Johnny Borton from thewolverine.com, senior columnist and also co host of the Michigan Football Podcast, Doug Skeen. Jim Brandstatter. Team coverage from Houston, Ann Arbor, here in Michigan. Uh, it's a historic day. Could even be a bigger night if Michigan takes care of business. Clayton, great work. Um, so happy for you and Anthony experiencing everything with Chris. Rose Bowl, California, Houston. You guys deserve it with how hard you work.
12: I oh, appreciate that and hope you have a good night. Enjoy the game and Happy New Year, everybody.
1: Yeah, back at you, Clayton Safey, checking in from Houston. Think about the ride they've been on, the media, the people who travel with that team. Again, if you're in the Grand Rapids area listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, where you are going to be driving through, uh, you can join me at Johnny Brands on Leonard, Johnny Brands Sr. They have a happy hour going on now till 6, another happy hour uh, happening tonight. I think the other happy hour is at 9, 250, 20-ounce tall Paps drafts now until the end of the game. We have a lot of people showing up, call and reserve a table. will be a fun place to watch a game if you don't have any plans. That's at The Brands on Leonard. All the Brands locations are showing the game tonight for the one close to you. Go to Brands.com. Jim Bradstatter, voice of Michigan football, his prediction on the matchup with the Huskies. He'll join us next.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is Huge
7: fish on the ultimate fishing show detroit january 11th through 14th at the suburban collection show place with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle fishing boats and fishing trips take it from fishing pro mark zona this is the largest pure fishing show in the country it's the fishing boat show buy from dealers who know how to rig them right shop fishing tackle only available once a year seminars on five stages meet guides and lodge owners the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11 through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box.
1: Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the huge show
10: in Lomas Brown, there Friday starting at 2 p.m. Salt and pepper? Tom and Jerry, rhythm and blues. Some things just always go together, like driving and seatbelts. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. We know how easy it is to buckle up every single time. We know how important seatbelts are for everyone because we see what happens when people don't wear seatbelts. Driving and seatbelts. You just can't have one without the other.
11: Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January twenty-sixth at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful, bad boy R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-step and good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etixx.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in on the action tonight. Washington, Michigan, Lions and the Rams on Sunday night and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Michigan's getting, uh, it's been fluctuating four, four and a half I like Michigan by double digits. I said 35-24 was my number. Let's go talk about the game. Jim Brandstander, former voice of Michigan football and a true Michigan man. He is standing by on the roast Coffee guest Sign. What's up?
5: Well, first of all, you just made me mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, you're going double digits on me now. You know, we got to stop that. we got to make sure that we're, we're out there and we know that this is going to be a hard game and it's going to be a tough one. It's gonna be a nail biter and you gotta give it your all and you gotta be really, really clean in how you play it. And I don't like your talk of double digits. I just don't, okay?
1: So if I would have said fifty two nothing Michigan, then you're probably hanging up the phone.
5: Exactly. I <laughs> hang up the phone, I call Superfly and say, Don't call me again.
1: <laughs> and all right, so what what's your biggest concern as a guy that knows Michigan football through and through, including this year's team, from what you've seen of Washington and the latest when they hung on to beat Texas, what, what's your biggest fear that Michigan won't win this game tonight? When it comes to the Washington well, side,
5: I, I think you, you would probably have it the same thing. We got You got to get Michael Penix off his spot. If he sits there with his feet planted um, and and doesn't have pressure and and is comfortable in the pocket, uh, I, I think Michigan, you know, is going to have a tough time stopping him because their receivers. He's got three uh, wide receivers that are. NFL caliber, and he's as accurate a long ball thrower as I've seen in a long time. Uh, I did not see this when he was in Indiana. He probably didn't have the kind of uh, supporting cast he does now at Washington. But that to me is the biggest fear. Uh, you, we've got Michigan has to uh, somehow, some way generate pressure, and even if they don't sack him, uh, they got to get him off his spot. They got to get him moving his feet. I, I don't care what quarterback you are—Tom Brady, Pig Manning. Patrick Mahomes, you name them, okay? When they're moving their feet around and they're jumping around and stuff, they're not as good and they're not as accurate. And and I think that's where Michigan has to go to, I think, get the edge on an offense. But it's pretty scary when it's rolling.
1: Jim, uh, this team, uh, since they lost to TCU, the focus has been to get where they are right now, to do what they've done this year. They haven't lost. That was the entire offseason. It's basically been over a year uh, almost to the day that people are saying they need not only to win that first college football playoff game but go win the national championship What, what has impressed you the most about this team that maybe you see but others in the media or even fans don't see
5: well I think it's what you just said I mean that that focus I mean that to me gives the Michigan the edge in this game is that they have been a absolute single-minded team as a group, collectively, on one thing. And it hasn't been to get to the college football playoffs and, and win the semifinal. It's been to win the big game. Like Corum said, I came back to win the championship. I didn't come back for records. I mean, every guy has bought into this. So has Jim Harbaugh. And that single-mindedness, in my opinion, I think gives Michigan a bit of an edge. They, Washington doesn't have that same single-mindedness that Michigan has had. For a year, because Washington wasn't there a year ago. Washington didn't have the two disappointments that Michigan has had um, in the college football playoffs, and and Michigan has that single-minded focus, and I think that, that to me gives them the edge from a mental aspect in regards to this football game.
1: Jim Bradstad, former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Rose Coffee. Guess I'm talking about the national championship game tonight in Houston. Uh, for Harbaugh, do you see the right NFL spot that could make him leave if he's not gone already from Ann Arbor?
5: Well, yeah, I kind of – I mean, everybody's talking San Diego with Justin Herbert. I, I don't think Jim would go to a place where he's in a reclamation process where he's he's trying to take somebody from nowhere to somewhere. He, I think he would have to have some pieces in place. Uh, at this point, San Diego probably looks like that. place. now, I'm not saying he's going to do it. Um, Jim has been as comfortable, I think, in the last six, eight months at Michigan than, than I've ever seen him. And and kind of at peace with himself and at peace with life and at peace with everything that's going on around him. Despite the issues with the NCAA and all this science-stealing stuff, I, I thought Jim has been... And I think it's almost like he's comfortable. And let's not forget that when we start sending him to the NFL. Uh, I think it's going to be a tougher decision than some people think.
1: So do I. But that piece, the melancholy, the enjoying the ride, there's a side of me, Jim, and it's just my opinion. And, again, a lot of what I do is just on the outside looking in, and I get paid to deliver opinions every day that he almost wanted to enjoy this year so much. And even with six games suspended, three by your own school, three by basically the Big Ten slash NCAA, uh, that you, you still found through Connor Stallions, through having to let coaches go, through all the BS in the national media, he has that piece, and I, I like that word in his voice. And I don't know if that's, he knows it's his last ride with this team, or this group, you, you you're never going to find a collection of guys who are all on the same page like this team is, and that right. usually leads to success. Can't win them all, to use that sports cliche, but this is when coaches really enjoy their profession. There, there's been no drama with this team. Think about I'm talking within the within the locker room. Tell me drama Absolutely. that this team has had this year,
5: and that and there has been none. And because of with players. Right, that's what I mean. Because of the team, because of the leadership, because of the guys in that single-minded focus. Jim Harbaugh didn't need to steer it. He, he, all he had to do was stand back and watch, and and you know just make sure the gate was closed over here and the gate was closed over there, and just but let the team direct itself. And that's why I think he's at peace. He knows he's got a gr- good group of guys, and he's just managing the, these guys, and and the assistant coaches are coaching him up. Uh, the fact that they had three different coaches in the first three games, and and uh, you know, Charone Moore did such a great job in the final three games. Um, it's it's just it's one of the most unique college football seasons I think I've ever seen by one team. Uh, you know uh, that, that they have they have had such focus and they have played so well against good teams, especially the finish. You finished Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, Alabama. Um, and that's that's a pretty rough go on the final three, four games, and you come out of it, uh, and you're in the national championship game. Um, I, I just like I said, I think Jim is, I think he's enjoying the ride. I, I agree with you. Uh, he's, he's at peace because he knows, you know, it's not on him anymore. It's on them. He's done his job, and he's just thrilled and delighted that they're having the success they are.
1: Hey man, I agree with you 100% that. Everybody, uh, Coram, McCarthy, the leadership on this team has been some of the best I've ever seen considering what arrows have been shot towards the team, towards the head coach. And they have one final game where I'm glad it's not Texas. That home field advantage could have been big for Texas. It's Washington. They have a great offense. But I go back to the Washington State-Washington game that I watched on DVR and the key. and, And they were in it till the late touchdown by Penix. That control the ball, control the clock. Don't get into a shootout. I don't think Michigan, they could win if JJ's on a 58 55 game, but I think they need to get out in front 17 7, pound the clock, make it 24 10, get another touchdown, uh, eat time, and make Washington work. That's it.
5: Well, and that's, and and that, and to me, uh, huge, that plays into their their, their Michigan's uh, uh, wheelhouse. Michigan is a team that likes that this is Jim Harbaugh's go we will run the ball and we will stop the run that's kind of what they do and with Blake Corm Donovan Edwards with uh, Mullings uh, JJ and the run action passing I also think remember the last few weeks the tight ends haven't been as big Loveland I think could be huge so could Barnard. those two players I think in the last couple of weeks kind of disappeared a little bit. And remember during the season, they were huge contributors offensively. I think in this game, those tight ends could emerge again as first down makers, as guys that J.J. goes to, uh, that, that we haven't seen him go to ever since Iowa. They've kind of disappeared a little bit. And I think that those tight ends could be big. But that's, that's the game plan, in my opinion. Control the clock. Uh, control the ball. Uh, keep Penix on the sideline. And, and do what you do best which is come in with your two tight ends, your heavy sets, pound it, and run play action passing off of that. Let J.J. throw it 22 times, complete 17 for 180, and rush for 220.
1: Well, I guess you're not asking for a lot there, Brandy, But uh, we we'll, we'll just yeah, you're gonna get on me. Hold on, you're gonna get on me no, to start no, this conversation.
5: No, 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 that that would be a what twenty seven seventeen type of game. Twenty seven. 27 okay. Games, yeah, I'm just saying you kind you of want to
1: go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scream pot calling the kettle black from the start of this conversation <laughs> where I'm predicting a blowout. But you're basically uh, saying to, Michigan's gonna to, own them start to finish. I had to get you going to start things
5: off here. I, now, I know, you
1: Jimmy. You're like me. I could, hey, yeah. you listen to the Hield show. I can start an hour with this, and by the end of the hour, I'm completely on the other side. I know.
5: That's why I had to get you going. <laughs> okay. There. I know. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. I know. Well, that, that's why we do the same thing when you're uh, you're talking about three games down the road. I don't allow you to do that.
1: Okay. Well, I. Oh, excuse me. Let me let me check the. Head of uh, the huge show for the Michigan Sports. Now, oh, it is Jim I That's uh, my bad on that. All right, before I let you go, uh, all right, this magical season by the Lions. gets Stafford and the Rams and the return to Detroit Sunday night football. Sunday night wild card playoff football in America. Uh, there's no way the lions can let stafford end this season no way no way. that can't happen well,
5: I, I, I agree but you know what i mean when i think about it look at it, the, the one team i didn't want to play
1: amen i know what was, you're was, saying
5: was, was the los angeles rams um, I, I we've seen what stafford can do they're playing with great confidence and um they've got aaron Donald, all right and and that guy is all-world uh they, they're they they've got they're the team with Cooper Cup will be back for the Lions
1: <laughs> game. Cooper Cup. Tell me, Pakua yeah, yeah, Nakua, whatever. Yeah, what's his I, name? I, is it Pakua? No, is it is it Puko Kanua? Uh, <laughs> what's? I don't
5: know Pakua. Pakua. I know Nakua. It's Nakua. Played, played it. Yeah. Played it. Brigham Young. Yes, but I know. Is that. there a team? Is there a team out there that's more everything to gain, nothing to lose than the Rams?
1: No, and and, and and now you throw in the experience and you throw Stafford coming back and the entire team and coaching staff are going to rally around him. I, I agree with you 100%. The worst team I wanted to see in the, in the opening playoff game, the first one ever, by the way,
5: at Ford Field, was Matt Stafford and the Rams. Exactly. And uh, with Stafford's arm and the receiving core he's got, um, this guy, I mean, you've seen him. We've seen him. He's a gunslinger. When he gets hot, the other guys look like they're not running in slow motion. I mean, he doesn't need windows to throw it in. He just rips it in there. Uh, and 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 I think again, this is a game where Detroit's running game has got to got to prevail.
1: Yeah, running game and running game and bring a lot of pressure because Stafford, one Stafford. thing he is, and he's not a threat to run. He's not mobile, so you can't let him sit there because with Puka Nakua. Uh, with Cooper Cup, with uh, the weapons he has, let's be honest, when you look at Stafford, as much as he was inconsistent did have a lot around him in Detroit, one thing I'll agree with, and I heard one of the NFL shows yesterday talking about it, you know, some of the best seasons ever in history of the National Football League have been when Matt Stafford was throwing to Calvin Johnson, Cooper Cup, and what Puka Nakua did this year, for the Rams and Stafford yep. was the quarterback for all three for most of those games.
5: Exactly, and that you you came up with a game plan. That was I mean if you're blitz in, the heck out of them, you have to. Well, if you're sitting in Allen Park right now, I think they're saying the same thing. We have got to get after Stafford. We got to make sure that we move his feet. We can't get let him sit there and get comfortable. So we've got to somehow send people and make sure we get pressure. And secondly, um, from an offensive standpoint. We got to keep him on the sideline as best we can. We got to run the football. And we got to get our offensive line, you know, up and going and, and run the football and keep him on the sideline. Those are the two things I think that are important in this football game.
1: Amen. I just, Stafford, uh, can you imagine if their season ends on Sunday night and Stafford walks out of there in the first ever playoff game? Oh, 12 and 5 year, the most wins since 91, ties a franchise record. Granted, I don't want to uh, think. Stafford, that
5: could that could really just kill. Could, could you imagine? Oh. I mean, you could probably you could stand over where you are in Grand Rapids, oh. right? And you could hear mm. the the collective intake oh. of breath from the entire oh. southeastern corner of Michigan. If if that happens, you could you could almost feel a a, a depression. You can almost feel almost like. The, the air coming out of the balloon in southeastern Michigan—if that happened—okay. Well,
1: I guess I guess the Brandy podcast is going to be about uplifting uh, positivity all of a sudden. No, and no, I know. I'm with you. Wait a minute. I'm nervous. You're the one that
5: brought it up.
3: I'm, I'm just nervous. That,
1: that would be a terrible way. Um, for this great the worst. To end. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather have the Packers come beat them like a drum, like they did on Thanksgiving Day, yeah, than know, lose to I, Stafford.
5: I, I agree with you, I, yeah, and you know what? As much as I like Matthew Stafford, and and as much as I appreciate everything he did here in Detroit, I I, I would, you know, I, I would feel awful for Detroit, but I'd actually feel pretty good for Matthew just because I like the guy. Oh my God, he's uh, flipping right now! You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like the guy. I interviewed him. He, he was. He never complained of all the times. Yeah, I don't like people
1: that complain
3: either.
5: Well, no, you know you know, what I know, that yeah. he got killed, his offensive line. He gets sacked 45, 50 times a year. Never complained, and he still had those great years. And he was just a, a consummate team guy. Played yeah. when he was hurt, for God's sake. I know, he I
1: just can't win. To. He just can't. You know, Carson Wentz decides to throw the greatest two-point tight conversion pass ever. I'm watching that game. I had to... I broke my remote, so I had to go out and get a new one this morning. But, <laughs> hey, Jimmy, i got to get to a network, T.O. Ya. We had a great conversation. Enjoy that yep. game tonight, and go blue, okay? I will.
5: you too, okay? Be well.
1: All right, there he is, Jim Brandstatter, Setter, former voice of Michigan football and a color commentator for decades with the Lions, joining us on the roast Coffee Guest Line.
0: Everything huge, 24-7, at thehugeshow.net.
10: Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA, accounting, and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Ooh.
1: We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. Get it on the action tonight. Washington, Michigan in the national championship game. Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. Jeff Resden, Lionswire had a story. There's a slight chance Laporta could play against the Rams. That's huge news. They need him. He's a big loss. I'm not going to get on Campbell about playing starters. They Needed to win. You go back to that refs call now at the end of Dallas game. They'd have at least a two seed, if not the one seed. Niners might have played that final game differently. Unbelievable how bad NFL officials are. Just sickening. Now, remember, all of our podcasts are free. We are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. All you have to do is search The Huge Show, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show.
0: Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Moneyline Monday and the HUGE show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And tonight you have Michigan and Washington in the college football playoff national championship game. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up. And also you can see all the numbers connected to Stafford and golf. Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. The first ever playoff game for the Lions at Ford Field. Download that DraftKings Book app right now get in on the Michigan and the Lions action and always use code huge when you sign up it is a money line monday on the huge show across Michigan we are the machine, for
11: all rain rain
3: Stop our feet, we'll bring you to your knees. We are the Wolverines. We're gonna
11: get real loud, we're gonna feel.
1: an unbelievable way to start the final hour on a championship Monday, Superfly Hayes with some Pop Evil. That's a great song. Superfly walks in as a Michigan State fan. Technically, the game is in Houston tonight, not at the Big House. That song is awesome. It really, Pop Evil, they're huge Michigan fans. I heard at a concert in Columbus, they actually played that song. I love it. Championship Monday. If you are in the Grand Rapids area listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, or you're going to be driving through, you can join me a little after 7 p.m. tonight with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, just off of 131, the huge Michigan watch party headquarters. First 100 people. We'll get a piece of huge gear courtesy of Marty Boer in the Michigan Sports Network. Some pretty cool stuff I posted the photos. While it lasts, we got like 100 pieces of gear. It was like insulated cups, some huge show hats, black and tan. I don't know why he did tan and not white. But then Marty said, you're being picky. I get you some stuff to give away at a huge watch party event, and you're complaining, Bill. It's so you. So that's with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard, downtown GR, just off of 131. All Brands locations across the state have happy hours going until 6. They have two happy hours a day, three until 6. Nine, is it nine until close, too? I think it is. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, 250 tall PAPS drafts now until the end of the game at the Brands on Leonard. I'll be there, like I said, right around 7 o'clock, looking forward to it. Stop by, join us, reserve a table, get there early, enjoy a happy hour, have a world-famous sizzler, baked potato, maybe a fresh salad. Sounds pretty good. Steak sounds good before the game tonight. It really does. For the brands close to you across Michigan, go to brands.com. Inside this hour, we'll go back to Houston, Texas. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team with, with his thoughts on the championship game tonight with Washington and Michigan. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast, heard weekly with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Skeener in about 20 minutes. John Borton, senior columnist for TheWolverine.com before the end of the hour. And you can answer our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day. Honolulu Maize Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Final score tonight, you tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank with Michigan-based decision makers and your money stays right here in Michigan. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Also text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21,000, and you could win Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart exact replica. Same one you can see with Lomas coming up Friday, 2 until 4. He'll be at the IMPACT Power Sports booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. 2 until 4, Lomas will be there on Friday. You can meet him and see the cart you could win. Just text IMPACT to 21000. Drawing will be... Next summer at our huge golf event at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes. Stop out and meet Lomas Friday at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. I'll be live Friday from the Impact Power Sports booth 3 until 6. Lomas will be there 2 until 4. I don't know if I'm doing it exactly from. I'll be at the booth. I'll stop by. It's an unbelievable show. Biggest fishing show in the Midwest. Runs Thursday Through Sunday, Lomas is there on Friday, 2 until 4. And the HUGE show is broadcasting statewide Friday for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, 3 until 6 on Friday. Let's go to Holt and John, who's listening live on the game, 7.30 a.m. You're on this championship Monday.
5: Hey, how's it going, HUGE? Hey, Johnny. Hey, I wanted to get your uh, early prediction for the Lions and the Rams.
1: Hmm. You know, that that is a good one, John. Appreciate the call from Holt listening on the Game 730 AM where the huge show is back live weekdays at 3. That's cool. Good stuff. Cool stuff, good stuff. Man, I got to think about this, man. I, I do not feel comfortable. This, I don't know if I've been as uncomfortable about a game involving the Lions than I am with Stafford, Donald, Puka, Nakua, Cooper Cup. Stafford. Oh gosh. I don't know yet, man. I got to think about that. I'm kind of locked in on Michigan and Washington tonight. Speaking of that, let's go back to Houston, Texas. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team, complete coverage, walking it up to kickoff tonight during the game, after the game at the Wolverine.com. He joins us. And we had Ballas on a couple hours ago. What's the latest on the weather in Houston? He said it was supposed to get ugly.
7: Yeah, there's the chance of that they uh have some tornado watches in effect. It seems like through nine o'clock local time, so that would certainly take us somewhere into the third quarter of this game. Uh I don't know. I I I've heard some people say whatever severe weather's on the way may buzz just above Houston, but um we'll see. It's an indoor facility. I yeah. assume if things don't get too severe that uh This thing is going to go
1: on without a hitch tonight. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. And it is indoors. I I get that. But uh, I lived in Texas. That weather can get crazy. Texas, Oklahoma, I lived back-to-back there for like five years. It was nuts. And it is usually in the winter, fall, when temperatures change so quick that you go get tornadic activity. But away from the weather, uh, as we get closer to kickoff now, and we're looking at about, you know, Three hours, give or take, uh, on kickoff. Less than three hours. Uh, Your thoughts on what Michigan needs to do and what you think they will do tonight against Washington.
7: Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, obviously, Michael Penix and that passing offense is is the focus of this game. And I I think Michigan knows it could be in for a bit of a, I won't say a shootout, but there are going to be plays where you get pressure and they make a play. There's going to be plays where you have it covered as perfectly, as textbook as it can possibly be and Michael Penix, Romo Dunze, those guys will make a play. you got to line back up, and you got to be able to not let one mistake or one bad snap or one lost snap turn into two in a row or three in a row. That's going to be huge. Uh, I talked to Jesse Minner on Saturday, and listen, I mean, they're they're not coming to this game expecting to pitch a shutout. Uh, Every stop they get, whether it be getting off the field on third down, forcing a punt, forcing a field goal when Washington's putting a drive together, those are wins, and those are wins they're going to try and stack. So, Again, it's it, it's good on good. It's a lead on the lead. Um, I really do think the best defense that Michigan can play in this game is going to be that ball control offense, going on those six, seven minute drives, finishing those with touchdowns. You know, owning the line of scrimmage, which I think they have a shot to do on both sides of the ball in this game. So, for me, I mean, it's um, you know, I think a lot of the national pundits have kind of put this Washington pass, passing game up there with what Joe Burrow had with you know Justin Jefferson and and all those guys a few years ago. It's not quite that, but uh, they're the number one passing offense in the country for a reason. Uh, and I think if you're Michigan, first and foremost, you uh, got to take care of your business on the defensive end as best you can. But the offense limiting those possessions, I think, is, is huge in this
3: game.
1: Bring a lot of pressure. Uh, that's all I would say. You can't let, you know, sit back. I, I just bring some heat, uh, let it rip with the linebackers, walking up a safety, uh, get him out of his comfort zone, and Michigan should be able to control things because I believe, you know, if I'm sitting back and I'm Harbaugh and I'm Sharon Moore, I really want to eat some clock when we have the football by pounding it on the ground.
7: Yeah, I think the run game is, you know, again, I'm not in charge. Obviously, I'm not in the profession. I'm not in charge of putting their game script together, but if I was, that early game script would feature a heavy dose of Blake Corum. Now, I assume that Washington is going to want to load up the box and make J.J. McCarthy beat them, which could be a recipe for disaster for them, too, because they do have the nation's 120-ranked uh, pass defense. So I really do think if Michigan plays well up front, if it's able to move the chains, if it's able to you know win those short yarders, third-down situations, I really do think as long as they take care of the football, I think they can get just about whatever they want on offense in this game. And that's what you're going to need to do, especially if, your defense doesn't quite have its fastball, and you do have to keep up in a shootout. So, again, I think that Michigan's offense is the key to this game. Michigan's defense just needs to do its part. Uh, get off the field on third down, force a turnover in a key situation, force a field goal in a key situation, and if you're able to stack all those things, then um, you, maize and blue confetti might be falling tonight.
1: Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us from Houston, Texas, getting set for Michigan and Washington tonight. Uh, the college, Washington, the college football playoff national championship game. So three years in a row in the college football playoff. They finally win the semifinal. They knock out Saban and Alabama. Is this team built to continue that run or not that this is it, but, and with that schedule next year, but with the expanded 12-team playoff, it creates some different answers possibly here, Anthony. But is Michigan built to be a national championship contender again a year from now?
7: Well, it's hard to say. I think right now, uh, are they built to do that tonight? Absolutely. Uh, I think that that is, is, I mean, you you have to cap this off. You have to finish it off because we don't know what the future looks like. You could have a different head coach five, six, seven, ten days from now. You could be looking for a new quarterback. You could have to backfill some guys via yeah, the portal. We don't know what that future looks like. Um, the only thing for Michigan that uh, you know can re- you can really project is that they are favored in this game tonight. Like we always ask, if not now, when? And that's what we said last year. Um, we're saying that again this year. Obviously, you know they take care of Alabama in the Rose Bowl. You got to take the burden hands when it presents itself because that could be, you know, going out and winning this national championship tonight really could. Play a huge role in setting up whatever the future looks like, um, because as we 've said you know against the backdrop of, of of a lot of the other stuff going on, um, the future is uncertain, and winning does feel like it 's been the glue that 's held this thing together, so going out on a positive note for this group and this era of the program is is paramount because I think that does set up a lot of what comes next.
1: And what comes next uh, in the timing of it, having all the national media attention, Michigan did announce that they are ramping up and taking their NIL program to the next level. That's something that maybe is in line to keeping Harbaugh around and keeping Michigan championship-level competitive. Your thoughts on that announcement here over the past week?
7: Well, it's a it's a step in the right direction, and you know I think um, you know we know those guys at the collective; they're doing a great job in in kind of crowdfunding this whole thing. But I think the next step is being a little more proactive in it, and and not you know not opening a crowdfunding campaign two days before the national title game. Like it has to be constant. It has to be the messaging. I think can be better across the board for for everyone involved in NIL. And I think that when it comes to athletic department leadership. A lot of these donors need to know what's needed and where their money's going because the people in charge haven't really been able to give them firm answers on that a lot um you know it, it, there there's a prominent you know there are prominent donors that when approached about michigan's nil being in dire straits they're kind of saying well no one's told us that it's in dire straits so to me it's uh, the the communication needs to be better the messaging needs to be better but you know this doesn't have to be like what happened what's happening tonight what's happened over the last three years that does, this doesn't have to be, you know, a three year run in the history of Michigan football. There's no reason that moving forward in that 12 team playoff, you can't be a factor in it year in and year out. And and that's going to take a heavy lift on the recruiting trail, obviously with NIL. But if you're, if you're someone who has a vested interest and deep pockets in this program, it's time to step up because this is where, this is what college sports is now, like it or not, the toothpaste is out of the tube and, um, in order for success to continue, you have to invest in success, and I think that's something that is still sort of being worked on.
1: Anthony Broom from the Wolverine dot com joining us from Houston, getting set for tonight's college football playoff national championship game with Washington and Michigan. You mentioned the expanded playoff. If you would have went by this year's top twelve and just in the last rankings, you, you could be a three loss team and get into the playoff starting next year.
7: Yeah, you absolutely could, and that. You know, when people say, oh, it devalues the regular season. No, it means that your season's not done if you lose, you know, two games, three games, whatever it winds up being. Like, you're still in it, and that's good for college football. More games that have those types of stakes and less games that are the Pop Tarts bowl where the only appeal is that, you know, a mascot is going to be devoured on live TV. That's good for the sport. It is. It's good for the players. It's good for the level of competition. Uh, It's good for everyone. So, having more games that matter doesn't devalue the 12 games that are on your schedule it actually makes them more important because next week is an opportunity to improve your resume if you're coming off of a loss so uh I, i've never bought the argument that it devalues the regular season i think it, it adds even more value to it
1: anthony before i let you go as you guys get set to witness what could be a historic monday night for michigan football what's your prediction on the final score
7: Uh, The staff prediction I submitted this week had Michigan 41, uh, Washington 27. I think when you look at the archetype of of the type of game this could wind up being, I think it is a lot like that 2021 Ohio State game where you know C.J. Stroud threw for, I think, 394 yards and three touchdowns that day, but uh, Michigan was able to make them one-dimensional. They were able to close out their drives with touchdowns, and uh, they kind of hammered them in the second half. So um, that's where I'm at. I think that uh, Maize and Blue Confetti will fall tonight.
1: Anthony, enjoy the game. Great job with you and Chris Pallas and Clayton Safi, Johnny Borton, Doug Skeen, who will join us in our next segment. Total team coverage on Michigan's run to the national championship game. Should be cool to be there and watch it.
7: Well, thank you, guys, and thank you for your support of us uh, throughout the football season.
1: Yeah, back at you, Anthony Broome, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line from Houston now, if you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, my huge watch party event is with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard right off of 131 in downtown GR. I'll be arriving around 7 p.m. First 100 people who stop and see me after 7 will get a piece of huge gear that Marty Board the Michigan Sports Network dropped off there. Call and reserve a table. Get out there early. They got a happy hour going until 6, another one, 9 until close. They have 250 20-ounce tall PAPS drafts now until the end of the game. It's going to be fun, man. It's Washington, Michigan with The Huge Show and Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard right off of 131 in downtown GR. All the Brands locations across Michigan have the specials and also the game on all the TVs for the Brands close to you. Go to Brands.com. Coming up, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman. His prediction on the game tonight, will the Wolverines get another national championship? Man, J.J., Blake, Harbaugh, then all these NFL jobs opening up. I did read something about Brady's connection to the Raiders and Harbaugh there. And they need a quarterback. Aiden O'Connell throwing him for 200 yards, isn't going to cut it. Could they draft J.J.? Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Talk to Skeener. He he thinks he's gone. I I think Harbaugh's done. But if if the right NFL job isn't there, Atlanta opened up, Washington, Belichick's going to be gone. I don't see him as a fit for New England. If you ask me, it's Raiders or Chargers. Those are the two spots. Because Brady, a Michigan man coming off a national championship, working with Brady. With the Raiders. Even Mark Davis in his dumb and dumber haircut, the owner. He has very attractive girlfriends. That dumb and dumber haircut. Maybe it's spun back around, and I'm not hip right now. Maybe it's a West Coast thing coming this way. Seriously. Google Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, and then Google Dumb and Dumber. The movie. The haircut. You may you're a billionaire, multi-billionaire. You know, you see it now what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's it's a dumb and dumber haircut. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion on the offensive line, late 80s, early 90s. His prediction on Michigan, Washington next.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
1: It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top light.
8: DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE H-U-G-E. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions have wrapped up the 2023 regular season as they finished with a home victory against the Minnesota Vikings yesterday 30-20 to ending the year with a 12-5 record. That ties the franchise mark for wins in a season tied the 1999 one team, albeit now a 17-game regular season versus the old 16-game format. Jared Goff finished the day with 320 yards passing on two scores and 23 of 32 completions. Ahmed Ross St. Brown caught seven of those for a buck 44 and a touchdown. The other receiving touchdown was by Sam Laporta, who set the tight end rookie record for catches in a season before his day was cut short due to injury. Two sacks from Aiden Hutchinson and mission complete. An NFC North divisional banner now hangs from the rafters, and the Lions will host their first ever playoff game this weekend inside Ford Field.
1: Distillery. Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top-shelf skin treatments, anti-aging body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at theurbanu.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U, four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, Naps Corner, also in Rockford, their Waxology, just north of GR, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to theurbanu.com.
0: You're listening
1: to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's Championship Monday. If you're in the Grand Rapids area listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, you can join me tonight for the huge Michigan watch party at the Brands Steakhouse and Grill on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR. I'll be there around 7. First 100 people who stop out and see me will get a piece of huge show gear courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. That's at the Brands on Leonard, downtown GR. See everybody out there. Speaking of the game, Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com, co-host with Chris Ballas on the Michigan Football Podcast. It's standing by in the Roast Dumber Coffee guest line. Michigan just arrived at Energy Stadium down in Houston. It's championship Monday, Douglas.
6: Out of this, I'm just looking about this, Bill. I, I, and I'm trying to take the emotion out of this. I'm just looking at this from a football perspective. Michigan, I think overall, has the better team and should win this game.
1: So when you say overall the better team, in what area? Alluding.
6: So the cliche that I'm, that I'm alluding to is, is great defense beating great offense. And clearly Washington has a great quarterback and NFL talent on the edge of that offense all day long. That's their strength. Their strength is not in their running game. Their strength is certainly not in their defensive side of the ball either, Bill. They, they are the 94th ranked defense, total defense in the country. They have the number 10 ranked total offense in the country. And of course, we know Michigan has the number one ranked defense and the number two ranked passing defense in the country. I just like the matchups. And when I look at Washington's offensive front and I look at their defensive front, I don't see either side of the ball that is going to give us massive problems. I just don't see the same kind of physical. Uh, dominating fronts that Michigan has faced in the in the last month and a half. Penn State's defensive front, I think, was better. Alabama's defensive front, I think, was better. And I think Ohio State's defensive front was better. So, I, I again, I like these matchups. Michigan should win this game.
1: Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host with Chris Ballas, Michigan football podcast at TheWolverine.com joining us on the Roast Dumber Coffee guest line. I do agree. I I think the only way they lose it would be to come out and have a first half like they did last year against TCU. Yeah,
6: and those are the things you never know about, right? So we can just go back a week. Clearly, our quarterback was uh, at an elevated heart rate when he took that field there and threw that ball that if it weren't for just an inch and a half of white paint was going to be an interception on his first throw in that rollout nerves will be a factor, but I'm hoping and I'm expecting that the big nerves in the Rose Bowl setting and against Alabama and Nick Saban and all that, they survived that storm, and I think they'll be okay. We've got a lot of veterans on this football team that have played in a lot of big games, and I think that this night is going to be all right for them. So that's, that's the X factor. Though These are still young guys. Playing an emotional game with everything on the line. But that 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 run that runs both ways, Bill. Washington has to deal with the same thing, and they've played in some big games too. It just feels like Michigan's had a few more.
1: And I will say in their emotional games, which would be the rivalry with Oregon, which would be the game at USC, and their rival in state Washington State, those were all games outside of at SC where they pulled away where the two Oregon games and also Washington State game that they didn't they didn't look comfortable most of those games.
6: Yeah, and those other teams were moving the ball and they were and they were doing some things with a lot of success. And think of the Apple Cup game against Washington State. There, they had an incredible uh, play call on that fourth down yes. that they went for, and they had a big big game on that on that play. But Washington State was was trading punches with them, and going up and down the field again. I think that bodes well for what Michigan's core identity is, which is lining up, running power football, and unless Washington wants to load that box and drop those safeties way down to be extra linebackers in there, I think we're going to be able to run this football and keep that incredible
1: quarterback of theirs on the sideline watching. Before I let you go, Doug Scheme, prediction on the game tonight, Michigan or Washington?
6: It's Michigan, Bill. I like it. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say 31-17 Michigan wins with a little bit of room to
1: breathe. I agree. I said, what, 35-24 was my number. Double-digit win. A lot of people been asking me all weekend long. Can't wait to watch it tonight. Doug, always appreciate your input here on the HUGE show.
6: You're welcome, Bill. Go blue.
1: All right, there's Doug Skeen. Five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman because he had a redshirt year, late 80s, early 90s. You can hear Doug with Chris Ballas weekly, in season and out of season, with the Michigan Football Podcast at Wolverine.com. Now, we do have one final segment on this championship Monday. Senior insider when it comes to Michigan, John Borton, will join us from Ann Arbor. And then when I'm done, I'm rolling down the street to Johnny Brands on Leonard, right off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids, for the huge watch party. If you're in the area, living here, driving through, uh, join me for a great meal. They have happy hour going until 6, another happy hour, 9 until close. 250, 20-ounce tall, paps drafts now until the end of the game. That's with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard. Off of 131 in downtown GR. And the Huge Show will be there. First 100 people when I get there that stop up, say hello. I have a piece of Huge Show gear, hats, and insulated cups courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. I'll see everybody tonight at the Brands on Leonard in GR.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net
1: fish on the ultimate fishing show detroit january
7: 11th through 14th at the suburban collection show place with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle fishing boats and fishing trips take it from fishing pro mark zona
11: this is the largest pure
7: fishing show in the country it's the fishing boat show buy from dealers who know how to rig them right shop fishing tackle only available once a year seminars on five stages meet guides and lodge owners
1: the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11 through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the Huge Show in Lomas Brown, there Friday starting at
10: 2 p.m. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. A couple of road shows Thursday, 3 until 6. I'm live in Kalamazoo at the Wings Event Center with the K-Wings. They're having their Marvel Night on Friday night. That benefits Van Andel Institute and their purple community, so we're Saying thank you from our friends at Van Institute. I'll be live in Kalamazoo for our listeners on 961 The Game on Thursday, 3 until 6. Then on Friday, I'm live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Statewide 3 until 6. I'll be at the Impact Power Sports booth. Lomas Brown will be there with his tricked-out Lions golf cart that you could win from Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile and Rockford North GR. Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer. And Lomas will be meeting everybody 2 until 4 on Friday at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. He'll be at the Impact Power Sports set up, and I'll be broadcasting live statewide Friday 3 until 6. Championship Monday is going to wrap up with Senior columnist John Borton from the Wolverine dot com. He is standing by in the Roast Humber coffee. Guest on. We'll get his final thoughts on Michigan. Washington kicks off at seven thirty tonight down in Houston, and here we are, Johnny.
13: Here we are, indeed, Bill. And I tell you what, Michigan's fandom, Michigan Nation, is uh, is so pumped up for this, on the edge of their seats, and for good reason. Michigan wins tonight. You got to believe that. Uh, you pretty good argument that this caps the greatest football season in Michigan's storied football history, and uh, that's that's saying something. But they're uh, they got to get it done. It's right there before them, and I you know I I believe they can. But it should be a heck of a game.
1: All right. So you're Jim Harbaugh uh, right now. Team arrived about you know 40 minutes ago at Energy Stadium down in Houston. They're going through their uh, pregame rituals right now. I saw the photos from the Wolverine.com team. I think Clayton Safey showed one of J.J. meditating uh, like he does before games by uh, the goalpost. This team just has their rituals. They haven't lost this year. If you're a hardball and you're inside his head, what do you think he's thinking right now?
13: Well, I think he's finished the job and, and do it in the way that Michigan has done it all year long. Uh, and that's by being very physical on both lines of scrimmage. Yes, we understand that uh, Washington took uh, Michigan's annual offensive line award away this year. But Michigan's defensive line is uh, is something to behold and is deep and can get the kind of pressure on Michael Penix that some teams haven't to make him uncomfortable. And I think you're also, if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're thinking the best assistance for my defense tonight is to see Michael Penix on the sideline watching Blake Corum run up and down the field. And it's very possible that that could happen. Uh, I think Michigan absolutely wants to run the ball and wants to keep that clock moving, shorten the game, shorten the possessions, and while they're scoring. And uh, I, I just I think that that could be a, a really tough combination for Washington, which does not have the better defense in this game, and, and it's really not that close.
1: Avoid the mistakes. We can roll out all the big game sports cliches, but they really fit based on what we've seen in Michigan's three trips to the college football playoffs. We've seen the good, the bad, And the Ugly, they were fantastic in the finish against Alabama. Kind of the adjustments caught them off guard. They didn't do well uh, the middle. Well, actually, all the way to the middle of the fourth quarter from halftime. But they got the job done, got the big W. I'm not saying there's going to be a sense of relief, but with Washington and their 94-ranked defense, I I think Michigan can have their way in the air and on the ground whatever they feel is necessary to win that natty tonight.
13: I think you're right, and I don't think they can have the kind of lull that they had offensively in uh, the Alabama game, but I don't think that Washington's defense is in position to make that happen to the degree that Alabama did. I really think that Michigan keeps it going in different ways, and if if Washington overcommits to stop that run, uh, J.J. McCarthy is perfectly capable of throwing it over their heads. J.J. McCarthy is also, uh, capable of buying time and, uh, and making some of the big runs himself if he needs to and, and break away. You got no more games this year. I mean, and, uh, quite frankly, J.J. McCarthy might not have another game in his, uh, storied Michigan hmm. career. So there's nothing to hold back in this one. He knows it, they know it, and, uh, you know, again, this is a team that came into fall camp this year talking national championship. How many times times have we ever seen that? And they said it, and they believed it because they knew what they had and they knew what they were about to unleash. And we've seen it for fourteen games. One more to come.
1: Speaking of that, one more tonight: Washington and Michigan down in Houston. John Borton, senior columnist for the Wolverine. dot com, joining us. On the Roastember Coffee guest sign, is this McCarthy's and or Harbaugh's final game at Michigan?
13: Oh, I, I, they win it all. I think this it, it could be uh, maybe the perfect scenario for both of them to say, "Hey, we went out on top." Uh, you know that uh, teams value JJ McCarthy in the NFL. And yet, on the other side of that, uh, this is going to be a quarterback-rich draft. So he might have something to think about. But, you know, it's, it, it just takes one team that really wants you and believes in you and, and commits to you. And it's the same way for Jim Harbaugh in the NFL. He's checked it out the last couple of years. Uh, he's hot commodity again. There might be some situations for him that uh, are very attractive. And uh, you know... He's had uh, he's probably had it up uh, up to here with uh, the NCAA and maybe his own Big Ten conference and commissioner. And it you know if if he gets this one, I, I could very well see a scenario where he says, "Okay, I'm going to go get the that other big trophy." But uh, you know nothing's decided yet. But uh, I would say uh, a national championship for Michigan might. be, Be a a good ending point for both. And, uh, you know, at that point, you get this. Michigan fans might just say, hey, best of luck to you both.
1: And what's interesting for Hardball, he's referred to JJ as the greatest college quarterback of all time. I mean, he's really throwing some high superlatives towards JJ here during the postseason. So, it will be a situation where Harbaugh would go where he would know he could draft JJ. That, that to me, when I'm looking at possible NFL destinations, chargers and all their talent, but they have salary cap issues. They may have to flush two or three big name players. There's the Brady connection with the Raiders. I don't see him going to new England, Atlanta job opened up today, Washington. Uh, I, I don't see that, but the Raiders saying that they need a quarterback, and if Harbaugh knew with his love for J.J., if they both went out on top and somehow he was able to maneuver with Brady, part of that ownership now, to get J.J. to Vegas, that almost seems like the perfect scenario for both of them.
13: Yeah, boy, wouldn't that be something? And certainly, you know, if you're a Michigan fan, you say, oh, pump the brakes there, pump the brakes there, well, let's keep them here, let's keep winning, like keep Jim Harbaugh for another 10 years. But... Yeah, I could. Uh, that that would be quite the scenario yeah. if it played out. Uh, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and you know, uh, they have teamed up. Those two and many others, many others, but have teamed up to put together uh, the, the three greatest years of uh, of Michigan football overall combined. Um, since I've been covering this team since uh, the early 90s and probably since I've been watching it since, uh, since Bo Schembeckler rolled into town. So that says something. And, uh, and they have earned what's coming to them. And, uh, you know, first things first, you've got to finish this thing off tonight. And, uh, you know, as Lloyd Carr he used to say, and I like to repeat it, you know, if uh, when we win, there's enough for everybody.
1: John Borton, and in our Championship Monday broadcast. Senior columnist for the Wolverine.com. Complete team coverage leading up to kickoff during the game and after the game on Michigan, Washington at the Wolverine.com. Johnny, enjoy this thing tonight. I sure will. You too. Great to be with you, Bill. Yeah, back at you, John Borton. Wrapping up our Championship Monday broadcast. I'm on my way with Johnny Brand Sr. to the Brands on Leonard, downtown GR, right off of 131. Huge watch party tonight. You're listening on our flagship station 961 The Gamer. Going to be coming through GR. Join us there. Get there early. Grab a seat. I'll be there in a few minutes. 24 7, everything you need is at the huge show.net
0: Big, bad, huge.